0: Hey, this is Hank Azaria. You're listening to Talking Simpsons on Laser Time. I didn't know that was a thing.
1: This week's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Audible, and you listeners can go to audibletrialcom lasertime and get started with a free 30-day trial and get a free audio book.
2: I heartily endorse this event or product.
3: Ahoy,
0: ahoy, everybody, and welcome to Talking Simpsons. Guaranteed to be more entertaining than a box factory. I am your host, Bob Mackey, and I'm speaking up in case any of you are wearing towels. <laughs> and this is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons. Who else is here with me, as always?
4: And Henry Gilbert, and since this has nothing to do with boxes, I'll just <laughs> shut these blinds.
0: And who else? Uh, I didn't do it, dancer Chris Antiston. That's right. <laughs> and today's episode is Bart Gets Famous! And this episode aired on February 3rd, 1994, and as always, Chris will tell us what happened on this mythical day in history. <gasps> oh my god! Uh, my favorite character in Citizen Kane, Joseph Cotton, is dead. Uh, Mrs. Didn't Doubtfire! Do boy, you didn't
4: do Oh Boy Bobby.
0: <laughs> oh my bad. You're depriving the audience of the <laughs> Oh Boy Bobby they come to this podcast Excuse for. Excuse me, let me reset. <gasps>
1: Oh boy, Bobby! Wow, <laughs> low energy, low energy. Okay.
0: Joseph Cotton is whoa, dead. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. My is uh, Citizen Kane character. He's in love with cigars. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire has turned the world on to transgendered hijinks. Lilith reunites with Fraser on the show of the same name. And AOL says computers are so overloaded that it must limit the number of customers during Wait. peak evening hours. I couldn't
0: hear you because you were shouting. What happened to Joseph Cotton? Is he dead? He, he died. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: those nurses kept him alive for a real long time.
0: <laughs> they snuck him cigars and yeah, booze and going, stuff. Wouldn't
1: happen to uh, have a. Second.
0: Oh, uh, please watch Shadow of a Doubt, my favorite Alfred Hitchcock movie. Mm. Joseph Cotton, I think it's 1945. Beautiful, beautiful movie. Great, fantastic. I won't tell you what happens. It's Mm. great. He's in it. He's good. Yes. Just trust him on that. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is... Quite an episode of The Simpsons. I think this is one of the
4: most meta ones they have ever done. It really is.
0: And I was talking with you earlier, Henry. I feel like Mm. so uh, we get a lot of new writers in this season. And they're really kind of making the most of ideas that were either squandered or not made the most of in earlier seasons. And I feel like this is them expanding upon the monkey's paw uh, Halloween segment in which the Simpsons become famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's more commentary about the the state of the show, the state of Bart losing his place as the show's star, mm-hmm. and sort of the commentary on him being just a catchphrase. I, for, I, a lot get, of I get the eyes. gags
1: from that episode confused mm. with being in this Yeah, also. yeah. Well,
4: you get gags about the Simpsons fame, but you also get jokes
1: Sims about... t on a t-shirt! <laughs> Not but in
4: this episode. <laughs> but you also get jokes about the soullessness of television production, <laughs> That's too. true. David
0: Merkin hates TV, and yeah. Yeah. you see it all here. <laughs>
4: and I think they also have an extra level of distance because especially with Merkin running the show, almost none of the people on the writer side who were involved in the peak years of popularity are still there. So it's people from the outside Who were on the outside looking into The Simpsons, joking about the time it was most popular in seasons one and two.
0: Yeah, I mean, they are now maybe uh, number 34, number like 52 Mm. in the ratings. That still means 18 million viewers. I mean, more than any show would ever get now, times five. Yeah, without a football. Exactly. And and this um,
4: is an incredible episode. It's beautiful. Uh,
0: Directed by Susie Dieter. uh, The first ever. The first ever female director on The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And she was Mark Kirkland's assistant director for a lot of episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was sort of her mentor. But she is great. She would go on and do things like Futurama. But her her stuff is always good. Her mm-hmm. episodes are always really good.
4: I remember she's pretty funny on commentaries too, especially on the Critic Crossover episode. John Lovitz, I was just like, John Lovitz quit hitting on her. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like, I don't know if she was actually, if I don't know. Is everybody her, watching me hit on this girl? <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, I don't know which way she swings, <laughs> but but she joked with him of just saying, "But what if I'm gay? I don't want to uh, just say." I think he might
0: have just been making too many gay jokes. Yeah, mm. that
4: might have been it. Uh, but yes, yeah, Susie Dieter, as Bill Oakley said in our interview, she was the lone woman on the director's staff back then that they worked with, and she was mm. she's really good. Like she has a very workmanlike quality, I'd say, and really good acting, I think.
0: And we see a twister mouth in this episode, which sort of what? caught me by yeah. surprise. I
4: forgot that twister mouth, yes. And
0: I, I I say this every time it happens. This this could be the last one. I think we're, we're getting to the last twister <laughs> it mouth. Might be. Uh, now
1: I think we have to make a YouTube compilation. I really perhaps. want I was, I was thinking yeah. about it, at least a frinky eye compilation. Yeah, we can hide it because I only want to see them in slow motion. Yes. To see how the nose gets over there. The, how the jaw
0: dislocates. So, <laughs> and um,
4: we never talk about the chalkboard gags, but mm-hmm. I did want to mention this one. It's a reference to the one arm man. Bart is is saying that he is won't blame something on the one arm man. And that is a reference to the future. Fugitive the film of the Fugitive, the Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones film that came out in '93 and mm-hmm. was getting Oscar buzz in early 1994 when this episode aired. So that's, that's, right. that's and why it got they're one doing...
1: for Tommy Lee Jones.
4: Tommy Lee Jones, every I... outhouse, steakhouse, and pancake it's, house. It's Found also... him, house of pies. It's, uh-huh. it's
1: also one of those things that like everything you watched in this period referenced the Fugitive. Yes. it did. It, it was huge. And like, unlike a lot of other popular movies from 1993, I don't ever see it anymore. I had to go out of my way to watch it again. It's still really fun. Mm -hmm. I got to watch it. It's really good. And I, I just. It, a movie based on a TV show that is really good and won Oscars. Mm-hmm. It's probably why they keep doing it.
0: Probably one of Tommy Lee Jones' most iconic roles yeah. uh, of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
4: mean, he'd been in a lot of movies before then, but mm-hmm. it made him famous, yep. that one. And he pretty much would just play that character the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. Which, Because uh, if the, you remember, no, he's, in, <laughs> he's
1: in No Country for Old Men, and I forget that. He's, yeah,
4: he's kind that, of the same guy, like, he's the the no exact nonsense,
0: same. like, dude. Yeah, the he same guy, but, relaxed. like, yeah. four years older. Yeah. 20 remember they
4: made this sequel without airs and Just U.S. Marshals. That it's. You're right. fugitive again, except Wesley Snipes is yep. the fugitive, and Joey mm. Pants is
0: in it, too. Interesting. Yep. I forgot. totally forgot about that. So this episode opens uh, with Bart whistling a, a annoying but familiar tune. This is fun.
3: Bart, I've asked you not to whistle that annoying tune. You
5: have all my Mama mm. Why are you so happy?
3: Yeah. You kids got to go to school. I got to go to work. The only one who has it easy is Marge. Huh. And then she's
0: scrubbing the floor immediately <laughs> to their uh, rights. Yeah.
3: I feel like, Bart, humming the theme
4: lets you know immediately this is a very meta episode. Oh, this yeah. is a commentary on the entire
1: show yeah. with that theme. And, but and according to Simpsons Wikia, the, sh- the show's theme had just been rated... One of the most annoying by TV Guide. Yes. Like that, that same year.
4: They do mention that on the commentary, mm-hmm. which I think is unfair. Yeah, uh, it's
1: ridiculous. It's a very pleasant theme song.
4: And uh, for plot purposes, though, for the entire first act, Bart is wearing his Lucky Red Hat. Which is this
0: had, the last appearance of the Lucky Red Hat? I looked this up. <laughs> oh, so, boy.
4: Uh, he... Wore it last in Brother, Can You Spare Two die. Season
0: three, again, mm-hmm. they're pulling from season yes. three. They love it,
4: and it would not be seen again until two thousands. Insane Clown Poppy,
0: really. This is the mm-hmm. last Lucky Red Hat appearance. An- Damn, an-
4: until two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> and, and previously
0: that... we saw it in Called the Simpsons. Yes, when it... they thought Bart was dead because they found his hat. So we see the same it's, thing uh, here
4: when he washed it with the uh, Homer shirt. Yeah, it's most when... famous in Stark Raving Dad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that it turned Homer all of the clothes pink with his Lucky Red Hat. That's so weird. How
1: Oh, that comes
0: back so fucking conveniently. Well, Mike Reese and,
4: jokes about it. That he he said he heard newer writers joking like, "Oh, why don't we put Bart in his uh, lucky red what's hat?" What's the
0: origin of the hat? Yeah, I mean, and then,
4: and then Mike Reese is like, "Guys, I'm right here. I, I made up that."
0: Hat. I'm now thinking of other references. Also, in Homer Alone, when they're bugging Marge in the morning, Bart asks where his hat is. It's behind the toilet. It's behind the toilet. Yes. We remember these things, people. That's why we're here. (laughs) That's why we're doing it. And uh, Lisa is having a fantasy. I love this fantasy. It's a really really good sequence.
5: Impaled on my Nobel Peace Prize. That's what ends. How ironic. Yo. Lisa. Lisa. Come back, Lisa. Come back. Why? I'm so much happier here.
1: I, it makes it just a cut above a normal flashback. And That is the Mel- Nobel Peace Prize yeah. is
4: a disc. It You're is saying a that, like Nobel- I don't have
0: one. It's not laser time, ladies and gentlemen. Not a pyramid, uh, but I believe Obama was given one preemptively. Like, don't start wars. Have one <laughs> well, of these. They, they
4: gave him an award for not. Uh, he be. Came peaceful by not being George W. That's Bush. true. And whoever follows uh, the current president will, I think, they'll give him like two peace prizes. Mm.
0: But Lisa <laughs> is writing her memoirs and is including uh, many of her achievements, including having a Facts of Life reunion, including longtime holdout 2D. All right, let's get into this no! uh, You okay? So you loved <laughs> yeah. our twenty minutes on Hogan, Hogan's Heroes? <laughs> set I'm... your set your faces to stun. As we uh, talk about the Facts of Life. This is one of those shows I grew up around and don't know anything I about.
4: Know, look, I barely watched the Facts of Life. In case you didn't know, Facts of Life was actually officially a different stroke spinoff. Ugh. And it was about a group of girls who live in a dormitory in, in an all-girls school. And you had, uh, you had Joe Tootie... In two other ones. I was kind it?
0: of, I think that was one of my first TV crushes, The Tomboy. Uh, Joe,
4: uh, Joe the Tomboy. Yeah, ends. yeah. yeah. And think so of that what you will. It was a very popular show, ran for about eight years.
0: It's true. And, and uh, one thing I remember, so I watched this a lot with my sister growing up, mm-hmm. and then much later, maybe five years later, watching Married with Children, they were never meaner to anything than Facts of Life. Yes. The every, there were so many anti-Facts of Life jokes, and it was mostly about the girls being fat.
4: Yes, I, I don't know yes. anything else about the show. They really mean to the, I, honestly, it's not fair of
0: like no. oh
4: you're young actresses you're child actors who all go crazy and die yeah but let's make fun of your looks now and like, those <laughs>
0: I mean in this, the behind the scenes story is those girls were not treated well the yeah. ones who were putting on weight well, they're
1: growing up on television famous yeah. well going through or, puberty yeah. and have all this money and like that's a lot for a kid to manage in addition to their weight and and jokes about it.
4: Well, the poor Kim Mulcher was like sent to fat camp. Oh, you're right. It's like, you're supposed to be the sexy one on this show. You shouldn't... You gotta get skinnier. And that. Even Joan Rivers called them the fats of life oh, on the Emmys boy. to their faces. But yes, that's what Joan Rivers yes, Joan, did. Baby.
0: Yeah, she roasted them. Mm-hmm. They
4: didn't realize how mean that was to poor children then. And out. maybe it wasn't that fair. But so, <laughs> Over episodes. Children. Wow. so, they did not have a reunion until 2001. They And Future they Lisa up. did it. <laughs> and, well, Joe was the lone holdout oh, of the original cast when they did the 2001. I loved her. Uh, but it was because she was, well,. The producers were nice in saying... She was busy with another show, which she was. She was on a Lifetime show, but also at the time she was like, "I don't want to be defined by Joan. I'm not going to play this character." Fair and, enough. And at first they were going to say Joan was dead, but and they were all going to her funeral, but then like like a kayfabe reunion. <laughs> but so instead they said, "No, Joe just couldn't make it, so her daughter came instead." But it was, it was
0: it was a reunion done in the fiction of the facts. It was of a life.
4: fictional reunion. It was a reunion special that aired on ABC and the Wonderful World of Disney in 2001.
0: And did George this yeah.
1: Wonderful mullet
4: comeback. No, it was only the four girls. It wasn't even one of the late, the the uh, the cousin Oliver of the show was not invited back. Was
0: like the head mother of that yes, place she was dead? Charlotte Ray was
4: still around then. She was still around 2011 when they did their last group reunion that was not in a special. I think but... she was
0: on Gilbert Godfrey's podcast. It was a really good episode, too. Oh, oh!
4: But... The facts of life that was really bad. <laughs> but... But the, the last interesting thing about the 2001 reunion movie mm-hmm. was that filming began on September 10th, 2001, <laughs> and that they were fil- – so that was also why Joe couldn't even make it for one small scene because they, they couldn't fly they couldn't to fly. Canada to film it. I can't imagine
0: being on said like, oh, we're back. Nothing could go wrong. Oh, what's yes. oh, oh why, no. I see no problem with watching the news. Yeah. I have the same feeling when I go, uh, so this is a, a, a slight tangent, which I know you guys love, but when I look up screenshots for video games on this database we can, have, we can access called GamesPress, I think it is, Yes. is, I'll go to old games I'm doing research on and be like, oh, you uploaded these screenshots of Kingdom Hearts on September 10th. I bet you thought your little jokes were so funny. And having
1: worked on that side of things... That was probably in an Excel sheet for like eight months. Oh, yeah. Wow, Wow, the campaign uh, doesn't seem as important right now. No, it's (laughs) like an even
0: bigger (laughs) screenshot of Sora.
4: And so Kim Victoria Field, she played Tootie, who you may remember her from Fox's Livin' Single, which she was on at the same time this episode aired. Wow, really? She was
0: quite the babe. Mm -hmm. Hubba hubba. Hubba hubba.
4: So there. That wasn't too long on the facts of life. Play
0: the entire theme song, and let's hear from Joe. We brought her in. Theme
4: song written by (laughs) the late Alan Mm Thick. You gotta show you gotta know it. it's, 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 life. It's, life.
0: it's life. Look,
1: enough of this boring ass facts of life shit. Let's start talking about
0: something more exciting, like Wait. the tour of the Springfield box factory. Preemptively I have to say, this rivals
3: the Steam Ham scenes as <laughs>
0: as my favorite Simpsons so good. thing, and it's even I longer. It
3: <laughs> the story of how two brothers and five other men violate <laughs> a small business loan into a thriving paper goods concern is a long and interesting one. And here it is. (laughs) It all began with the filing of Form 637-A, the application for a small business or farm. Many interesting (laughs) and important things have been put into boxes over the years. Textiles, other boxes, even children's candy.
5: Do any of these boxes have candy in them? Well... Will they ever?
3: No, we only make boxes to ship nails. (laughs) <laughs> any other questions?
5: When will we be able to see a finished box, sir?
3: Oh, we don't assemble them here. That's done in Flint, Michigan.
5: Have any of the workers ever had their hands cut off by the machinery? No. And then the hands started crawling around <laughs> and tried to strangle everybody?
3: No, that has never happened.
5: And he popped eyeballs. Your mouth. Uh,
3: I'm not sure what kind of factory you're thinking of. We just make boxes here.
0: That, Everything. Is, uh, so uh, sorry, Chris. This uh, is one ahead. of my favorite characters ever. Now he's yes. so. I mean, I love the way this escalates oh. in terms of boredom. Seymour Skinner is so happy. Everyone's like, "Oh, the Box Factory again!" And he is just so tickled. He and Martin are really into this. Yeah. But as I said before on the show, I love boring characters because their jokes are the most specific and the most like laser focused. It's hard to make boring things funny. It's but it gets more and more boring as the scene goes on. Um, I love the tour of his office too. It's like all yes. this line, and, in this and it will go
1: right out the door. Oh, they took that out. And, um, um, yes, the, it
4: is like all the. Other my
1: movies. favorite thing in that is just the story of two brothers and, and five other my mother bed. The voice so... he's
0: doing is Bob Elliott, Chris <laughs> Elliott's dad from Get a Life. That, and, that's and his and voice, real life. And, oh. and in real life too. I mean, uh, he was on a uh, he was part of a comedy duo called Bob and Ray, mm-hmm. and Bob Elliott sounds like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he just recently died. He was hanging yeah. in there in his late nineties, yeah. but. That voice you could hear I'll "Get a Life." Oh, I love it so <laughs> yeah. very much.
4: So I, I love that Bart is so excited for the for this field trip, and then it turns out to be the Box Factory, which is the worst. And then that Edna Edna becomes one of the kids too. She's like, I hate this so Not much. Not the Box Factory again, Seymour. Not the Box Factory. Again, and so Otto. More.
0: So we see like a foreshadowing of the Poochie episode. So Otto on the way to the Box Factory, they drive by Toy Town the fireworks testing range and the slide factory so there was no uh, fireworks factory yet
1: but the, you, they're almost there now, they, nowadays kids will be thankful just to live in a town with one factory in it that's not in Flint, Michigan <laughs>
4: yes the, the shipping of unfinished like they can't even finish boxes there it's like yeah it's like
0: it's not even a box factory they, they just ship flattened boxes it's, it is a fucking cardboard factory yeah yes. and, and look so, so kudos to Susie Dieter but those boxes moving along a conveyor belt I've never yeah. seen more fluid animation on the Simpsons in my life yeah. it's just so, it's so beautiful great and perfect.
4: And I do like the joke about television rotting your brain fantasy of just like I'll just be like Lisa and escape into fantasy. Instead of going to the box factory, today. just that he can't imagine oh, anything well, because box of factory. television. It's
0: so good. And, and uh, I loved
4: his little TV. As a kid, I always dreamed of having a little TV. It's, it's the first piece
1: of data technology here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah,
4: I wanted so bad, but I could never get one because they.
1: I think Sega made like eight of them. Oh, it's was a like TV tuner TV. for your game Gear.
4: You would uh, need
0: to buy stock in the Cell company to power that yes. thing, though.
1: The only thing I took from my considerably wealthy grandfather House when he died is he had a black and white Sony Watchman. Oh, and it, nice! It was like rear projection, like it projected a black and white image onto, onto a it, piece yeah. of cloth through glass, and you can hold it in two hands. That was that, you had to do that, and I thought I thought it was the coolest thing. And he died, and I took it, and like two years later, it's like we're cutting out over-the-air transmission. So I still have it. It it can't it literally well, can't
0: do anything. Don't hold it near your crotch unless you want flipper babies. It's the
1: only. thing <laughs> The only thing I can do with it... There have been some flipper It videos. is the only place... The only thing I own where I can get authentic static from. Because, like, static doesn't <laughs> oh, even exist. Oh, I, I missed
0: actual TV static. Yeah. You're
1: right. TV and another
0: uh, important note is that the building they're in for the box factory is uh, modeled after the Klasky Chupo building. Ah. Which was a, just a run-down, shitty L.A. building. Yes. I'm sure that was, like, uh, like a carpet factory at some place in the, in the 30s or something. Yeah.
4: They love on Klasky Chupo. They yeah. have so many... I think they say, again, the... Like, the building that Sideshow Luke Perry flies through mm-hmm. is also modeled after the Klasky Chupo building in, in Krusty Gets Canceled. And in his office, that he has a calendar with boxes on it. Yes, <laughs> yes I what forgot I, about that. What I think is a paperweight shaped like a box, or it's just a little box on his... Oh, no, it's just there's, a box. There's so many
0: details, like his his shitty windowless <laughs> office that's just stark <laughs> that's... and depressing inside.
4: And they just have to walk through a line and... But then they reveal that the box factory is right next to you. the Channel 6. That's right. And, which uh, is not Krusty Lou Studios exactly. No, which, I mean, uh, yeah. they're all over
0: the place with, like, is Krusty bigger than, Ch- than Itchy and Scratchy? Is Krusty an international celebrity? Is it just a Springfield celebrity? I mean, they kind of rewrite it for whatever they need yep. to be.
4: Yes. And uh, and then Bart's Escape Through the Laundry Basket was so great, too. <laughs> it was, uh, just one of those, like, Merkiny undercutting yeah, of yeah, expectations yeah. the oh the last thing i want to say about the boring stuff though is that though this episode is credited to john schwarzwelder while oakley and weinstein were writing all these other episodes it feels so oakley and weinstein the yeah. specificness of it i mean
0: they keep more schwarzwelder stuff than they do with other writers yeah. but as as bill oakley even told us like maybe 33 of a of a script credited to a writer is that writer's actual jokes
4: you know i don't want to say it's definitely them but it Feels very much like the Oakland Weinstein funny boring. <laughs> I,
1: I feel like there was a lot of mean opportunities for John Swartzwelder jokes that weren't met. That's in, true. Yeah, um, it could
0: have been this, crazier too. Yeah, I think he goes for crazier over being funny while being boring. Well, when part. Homer
4: shows up, Captain Wacky is in town. Yes, and that's this. I, I've said this
1: a million times. I'm giving this one my the line of the show or I'll one, one that, of them yeah. I had listed. That's the joke. Just because. Bart disappears from the factory. They can't find him. They have to call Marge. She runs out of the shower, can't get to the phone in time. And of course, that leads to the next scene calling Homer at the power plant. Huh.
3: Just a minute! Don't hang up! Yeah, hello. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Just a great non sequitur. And <laughs> have we
0: seen the showers at the plant before this? But it's, or, yeah, yes. okay. It's when they're talking, like,
4: say, when they're talking about watching the Dredd or Tatum fight it. Right.
1: Homer's place. But it's such a good joke, and it's even better that they acknowledge it for no reason yes. with that. Yeah, I'm wearing a towel.
4: Just because it's ridiculous enough of the like, hello, and he's wearing a towel. That's funny. And also, but,
0: he's showering at work. Yes,
4: <laughs> but then just to drive it home, but like Homer's naked at work and only wearing a towel. Just so he says like, I'm wearing a towel. And
1: where? How did he hear the phone? Even. I feel it's like, it sounds like something that joke was pitched and then a writer man to two, top and like, it would be really cool if we put that in. Yeah. And they did. Uh, so
4: as a kid who dreamed of how they made television, mm-hmm. Bart going to the TV station yeah. was amazing to me. Like, is this how they make television? It's, it's a very
0: Pee-wee's Big Adventure oh, uh, version yeah. of TV in which everything takes place in one building they're just yep. different sets it's like here's your western set here's your space if set if you don't
1: remember Pee Wee's Big Adventure they're shooting a Christmas film with Wayne from the Wonder Years a Twisted Sister music video and a fucking Godzilla movie yeah, without Zoho's permission yeah. yeah and Tarzan and, and Tarzan
4: they're filming all that at the same time and that's why I love that it. it was a mm-hmm. child's idea mm-hmm. of what a film uh, it's just like I love that in, in shows now where they're, it's the back lot I'm walking by a, a showgirl and then a and then a guy in a toga and
1: every time Every time, every time, despite not needing it for any movie made in the last 20 years, A Camel. Yeah, a Camel will right, walk by yeah. in the ba- back lot.
0: I mean, we also have the return of the I didn't feel like it guy. He's like, I oh, wish I was dead. And well, that's back. a little later. Yeah. But, but I see it's in the this, first act.
4: So we get to see Bumblebee Man. Yes. And I think this is non-canonical. I bumblebee know, Man does not speak English. We see
0: his home life in 22 short films about Springfield where yeah. he is a, a uh, Mexican-American or mm-hmm. wherever he lives. I guess he lives in Springfield. And always wears a Bumblebee suit. Yeah.
1: But not here. He's on uh he's on studios what's Channel 6. Channel studio? 6, yeah. Channel 6 Studios lot.
2: Yay! Hey, 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 no me gusta. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm really not comfortable with this, Ethan. What's the matter, love? It's just it's it's the same old tired gags, isn't it? I mean, let's give the audience some credit. How about a giant mouth
3: trap? I love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we we know from previous episodes he's from Channel Ocho, not yeah, Channel Six. Wait a minute. Channel Ocho, what the hell is that?
3: Not nah, kidding.
0: I'm not gonna laugh. Yeah,
4: it. I don't appreciate that. And then uh then the best use of Bart's lucky
1: red hat ever yep. Leads to another like
4: line oh, of the show. A anything. perfect
0: dumb Homer moment that he puts this together in his head. I, I, would, yeah. I would
1: give this line of the show, but I, I repeat it all the time, but never with the specifics.
0: Mm-hmm. Do, you uh, feel, do you feel like it's taking off of the Star Trek con yeah. thing? Well, it's kind of
1: well, con, but it's also it's also damn you all to hell.
0: And, yeah. it
1: up. and uh, four scenes in the Wolverine movie. He yells <laughs> no <knows laughs> the camera pans origins up. Origins Wolverine, mm-hmm.
4: not uh, to be specific.
3: First
0: Wolverine I movie. I love this.
3: He might have fallen into one of these machines! Oh my god, that's is lucky red hat! Not a box. He's a box. <laughs> my boy's a box. Damn you! A
0: box! <laughs> <laughs> I love the sinister music. Yeah. Also, just like Homer thinks if you fall in a box machine, you become a yeah. box. Yes. <laughs> and then Homer, <sighs> then Ho- the,
4: the dance like, voice is stretching like, a a a box. box! Yeah. Yes. And, box. and the animation too, when he's shaking Skinner like, he could have mm-hmm. fallen into mm-hmm. one of
1: these machines, like mm-hmm. the way Skinner shakes on when he's pointing. It's really good. Yeah, so good. Me, But actually, Bart is on the studio he's, set wandering around uh, Krusty is really bad in this episode but that's I yeah. love Krusty in this episode because again he's he's any entertainment figure the yeah. Simpsons need so in this episode he's not only an egotistical star he's also a mogul manager type he's
4: like the most jaded yeah. person in the world too
1: it Like, but astounding amount of bit cynical business savvy but I love the Danish lines yeah. oh that's uh, great Bart steals uh, Kent Brockman's Danish well because
4: Bart takes the last Danish yeah. and then he needs to get a new one, so he takes Kent Brockman.
2: Ah, mm-hmm. uh, heck. Uh, where am I going to get a Danish? Here's a Danish, Krusty. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's Danish. Where'd you get it?
5: I stole it from Kent Brockman.
2: Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> I, uh, he didn't touch it, did he? Huh. No. Uh, good job, kid. What's your name?
5: I'm Bart Simpson. I saved you from jail. Oh, I... I reunited you (laughs) with your estranged father. (laughs) Uh, um, I don't know. I saved your career, man. Remember your comeback special?
2: Yeah, well, uh, what have you done for me lately?
5: I got you that Danish.
2: And I'll never forget it. So good. <laughs> also, so good. Uh,
0: when he steals the Danish from Kent, he goes, yoink. And yeah, Kent goes, goes, yoink. yoink. <laughs> that,
4: that was the most overt recognition of them, of the Simpsons loving the word yoink. Yeah. What's so gross about Kent? Like, what does Krusty know about Kent <laughs> that he's like, Ugh, I don't want to eat anything Kent Brockman does? There's
1: so there's so many different things infer you can infer about Kent Brockman. One, he's a coward. Yeah. Was... <laughs> he's an egotistical asshole. And then lightly that he is so unapproachably right wing mm. and temperamental on yeah. set. I love that. I love if that he part loses about him. His Danish,
4: he won't work. Yeah, <laughs> and
1: he's like he's, he's yelled about not having his Danish, and this is him on air.
3: Yeah, I know I'm on, but I don't care. I don't read the news until I get my Danish. Go ahead, try to find a replacement.
0: Ah. <clears throat> a powerful tidal wave in Kuala Lumpur has killed 120 people. Hey, <laughs> you! Whoa! 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 Did it tell you who replaced Ken
1: Brockman? Did you get yes. that last part? Are you sure it's um, Bumblebee Guy?
4: I know I've taken that, too, Of the way Krusty goes, like those non-word answers. I'm sure you have. <laughs> You've heard me do it. Like If you ask, like, so, Henry, did you do that? I was like, yeah. Henry, <laughs> nah, nah, did you bring back my DVD? Henry, you go into that party like, yeah!
1: That's the one. That's exactly what happens.
0: (laughs) So did we get to the part where uh, Krusty throws uh, Bart the towel? His big clown hanging. I I didn't think it worked
1: well in audio because we just referenced that in a Laser Time episode about Super Bowl commercial. I do
0: have
4: a link to it if you want to.
1: It it just doesn't play well in audio. There's no audio. We should
0: describe what the Mean Joe Green... uh, It's
1: a Mean Joe Green Coke commercial where like...
0: love the overtly sincere Make songs from you these old nice
2: commercials that's the way it should be i'd like to see you. the whole world smiling with me cola as light. have a good wow. thanks me joe smile
0: I'm so I forgot how much I love the song and that that I, thing. Yeah. I mean, you would see parodies of this all over the place. I know Family Guy did one. I'm sure the critic probably did one. I, I was wasn't alive. I
1: wasn't alive to see this on television, but I've seen so many parodies. I instantly understand. Yeah, you know
4: that. I mean, it's it was a 1980 commercial uh, during the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and it's one of the most memorable ones ever because it was used to. It is like kind of a heartwarming commercial mm-hmm. that it did very well. They they played it internationally. I found out even though mm-hmm. nobody outside of America knows American football and gives a, or would even know Mean Joe Green, mm-hmm. who is just a defensive tackle. Like he was kind, he was famous, but he was he wasn't that was famous. He actually, mean I don't know. Well, he was known for being a rough defensive tackle. It, well, if I get the position wrong, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. sports people, but don't oh, let us know. Forward. I wouldn't have gone out on that. He list. was known for being a rough player mm-hmm. but this was in his last season he played all the way through the 70s this was one of his last seasons if not his last and mm-hmm. it changed the perception of him as mean They're like, oh you're fun and that's also why it's an effective commercial of mm-hmm. this mean guy that the kid is afraid of mm-hmm. but wants to thank him then he's like Hey, this Coke made me special, and and because he... of this Coke, I care
0: now. <laughs> and, and I Joe... care. <laughs> yeah. You
4: made me. <laughs> and Joe Green is still alive, believe it or not, it, which is for an NFL player who yeah. got beaten to shit. I like, mean, we yes. still
0: have like six days before this post, oh, right? Oh boy!
4: Uh, well, he drives an uh, oncoming weeks, traffic right? with his <laughs> yes, granddaughters two... in his car. Well, he still is currently, and he actually. This year, for a special during the Super Bowl, around Super Bowl Mm -hmm. weekend, he reunited with the former child actor from the commercial. And he's like
0: 50 now, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah.
4: And he also joked that, so for the shot, the kid gives Mean Joe Green his Coke, a full Coke. Minjo Green drinks it all on camera, mm-hmm. and so he talks about it. in the filming of it. He's like, "I drank a full Coke every take." And oh I'm my god! Like, I had to,
0: like uh, he would, speaking of Rick and Morty, he would
4: think, uh, "Yeah, he would." He would go uh, like, "Good uh, job." <laughs> they're like, no, take it, catch. And Kuala Lumpur, if you don't know, is the capital of Malaysia. But the
1: joke there is that Ken Brockman couldn't read the word. He didn't recognize the word.
4: Kuala Lumpur, and and in the recent history, there have, uh, from my research, Mm -hmm. in the recent history, they have had floods in Kuala Lumpur, but no tidal waves in recent history that I could find online.
0: I also want to point out that uh, Krusty not remembering Bart is a very Burns-like turn because they have to say, okay, for this story to happen, Krusty can't know who Bart is or remember because there's too much baggage attached. So Bart kind of goes through his history with Krusty and Krusty's (laughs) like, what have you done for me lately? So I like how they sort of address that immediately because Krusty should know who Bart is. He
4: really should by this point. Krusty uh, in Father Like Clown he needs to be reminded of of Bart's existence, but once he is, he's like, okay, I remember that kid.
0: I mean, at least, okay, you saved him from murder. Mm -hmm. He saved saved Krusty from going to jail for shoplifting. Shoplifting, right, not murder. Why did I think murder? Okay, sorry. Uh, And then we have the reunited with the father, and then we have the comeback special. At least those three. There have been more instances where they interacted. Uh, Camp Krusty, where they hung out in Tijuana. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many Krusty (laughs) and Bart meetings.
4: And this joke will kind of be redone again, but in the itchy and scratchy episode with Chester J. Lampwick where Krusty, they name all the things they did to help Krusty and then Lester and Eliza reconnect him with his estranged wife and they're like, what? I didn't even know about that. So I like that it's them recognizing the show has a long history already but they just need you're right they need to reset if for plot purposes if Krusty knows who bart is then the episode doesn't work the same yeah i'm guessing mrs penny candy must have quit that week or was on vacation or something Uh, she would have been his personal assistant
0: we saw the last of her a long time ago unfortunately she would
4: reappear in a background scene i guess some years with no lines yes
0: so where are we now? I think So the
4: start of the, start of the next job. episode, the start of the next act is a great intro of the yeah, act yeah. break of Bar- Homer arriving with the box like, Marge, I have something <laughs> I need to tell you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I have some terrifying, bone-chilling news. And Bart comes in to tell the family that he's been offered a job. And his reaction to Homer is kind of like my reaction to people when I go home. I, love it. I love it. Political talk starts. Yes.
5: But for now, I got a job in the show business. From now on, I'll be helping Krusty the Clown after school. Mm, no,
2: Bart,
3: you're only ten.
5: I've got a weekend job helping the poor, and I'm only eight.
3: <laughs> it's not a job. It's a waste of time. What could poor people pay you? Nothing. What satisfaction you get from helping them? None. Who wants to help poor people anyway? Nobody.
5: So anyway, <laughs> can my mom? Can I take the job?
0: The cricket adds a lot. It I mean, looks audio, on the children's faces. Yeah. yeah.
4: In this audio-only uh, version, I never noticed crick, crickets yeah. before. I
0: mean, it's always there, but when his voice drops out, it like yeah. it pipes yes. up a bit. Uh, and you can I, hear it. Just yeah. yes, so
1: you know, kids, you're not supposed to be like Homer.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no. Find yourself
1: sounding like him.
4: So I swear, I've heard on other commentaries, they've said that that charity speech had been given unironically by John Schwartzwelder before <laughs> that they'd said or that he'd said that about recycling too they would said in the past that he said actually there's more rainforest now than ever so that does like, sound like
0: John Schwartzwelder
4: John Schwartzwelder sounds like a bit of a conservative troll of the actually that was another thing Al Jean joked in a commentary that John Schwartzwelder right after the election of Bill Clinton said uh soon enough i uh, him hanging from a tree yeah they're going to then, lynch Bill
0: Clinton for yeah. some reason
1: actually insured people get sick more than uninsured people
4: <laughs> but that's what we love about
1: john Schwartzwalder. Indeed. he's like a cranky fun guy and, and awesome. one of my favorite jokes i have look white dude fine i'll take that criticism but uh i'm also italian i will not oh, apologize yes. for being yeah. white Chris. i'm also italian and i never ever get stereotyped in shows and when i do i am <laughs> so fucking happy and and my friends use it as in jokes to describe me i've been called pepe after this i huh. love it I love this clip.
3: I oh, what a what a wonderfully old stereotype. I remember my first after school job. I was in a band. Hello everybody, I'm Archie Bell, and I'm also the Drells. We got a new song called Tighten Up, and this is the music you tighten up with. Hey, what's the matter, you?
2: You crazy kid. You're chasing away my piece of ass. this off, Decepi. Hey, <laughs> hey, go for the face. <laughs> 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 I'm here. I'm here. I, I still pretty good at playing. I
1: think the Italian <laughs> organ grinder joke
0: is gone. Yeah, I mean, um, this character so would become Luigi, too. Yes,
4: in it's, the, but it's, maybe in the 70s organ grinders, you'd see some of them. And sometime
1: not. in the, the early 80s, Italians were made officially white people. I don't know yeah. who did I mean, it or Homer, made the decision.
0: Homer is a one-man band. Yes. Which, if you don't know what that is, just Google it. You'll see it. When did that dry up? When that, yeah. that fad, I wonder. So Because to me, the, the flashback seems like it takes place... Like in the
1: 1920s, but it, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this was happening in the 50s. Well,
4: Boeber was playing a contemporary song. it was. If that was Homer's first job when he was, say, 14, it... that we know that he was 18 in 1974, so mm. that would make this 1970.
1: It, 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 everything he said here for years... Sounded I like it was gibber, words. gibberish. was yeah, just yeah. Archie Bell and the Drells Archie Bell and the Drells is a band that made this song called the Tighten Up and it's God damn it if it isn't one of the coolest songs ever made in the universe and why don't we take a quick break and hear uh,
0: that song let's do it
2: called the Tighten Up this is the music we tighten up with first tighten up on the drum come on now drummer What's the to tighten it up for me now oh yeah Tighten up on that bass now. Tighten up. (laughs) Yeah. Now let that guitar fall in. Oh yeah. Tighten up on the organ now. Yeah, you do the tighten up. Now make it mellow.
1: The Simpsons will be right back. I hope you guys are enjoying this showbiz-focused episode of The Simpsons. I know I did. I really, really liked this episode. But you're gonna in a little bit. You're gonna get to see basically season one of Conan O'Brien, and I thought that tied in well to today's sponsor, Audible. Where you can go to audibletrialcom time and get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial just for signing up. Where you can listen to almost 200,000 titles, audiobooks comedy albums, radio shows on your iPhone, Kindle, desktop, MP3 player, anywhere you are listening to this show right now. I could go out of my way to recommend a bunch of bestsellers I've never heard of, but one of the things I just found that was on there that I've always wanted to check out is Bill Carter's War for Late Night. Yes, it's the guy who wrote that uh, book, uh, The Late Shift, that had an HBO movie based off of it about Letterman and Leno fighting it out for The Tonight Show. Uh, This is a pseudo-sequel, as history would dictate, from the 2010 fiasco where Jay Leno ripped The Tonight Show back from Conan O'Brien and Letterman made fun of everybody Bill Carter's book uh, tells it all and you can try it out for free just for trying Audible out for yourself and how can you do that once again that URL is audibletrial.com slash lasertime and you can give Audible a shot for 30 days and get a free audio book like The War for Late Night you like Laser Time shows, then you might like Bonus Time. Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com/lasertime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. I don't know if it's a good question of the week. The movie you saw the most times for no reason. That movie is My Blue Heaven. Oh, oh. I love that movie. And it's weird. I love it even though there's literally nothing in that movie to love.
0: I remember seeing it so many times on the uh, rental shelf yeah. of my local video store and being like, "Well, I like Steve Martin." But he looks like a real tool
1: on this cover, and like it's an, he's That's a former mafia dude, Sucks. very specific former mafia dude. Oh, he's supposed to be Henry Hill. He's, it's yeah. allegedly. Henry it is a Hill.
0: secret sequel to Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. It, the
1: comedy story of Henry Hill after mm. Goodfellas, uh, yes, yeah, sequel. You're right, but before he became Hank Hill, but without uh, giving him any money, <laughs> yeah, before he we went to the what, <laughs> getting
0: out of the mafia and opening
1: a appropriate. Always wanted to be a gangster. I, uh... <laughs> they carried my mother's grocery home. You know why? <laughs> It was out of respect. <laughs> um. I just said you ain't right. I don't. I didn't mean anything by it. That made man ain't right. Get the heck out of here, Tommy. <laughs> Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcasts, as well as full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again.
4: how well homer still plays tighten up <laughs> while being attacked you by know that how hard that song is to play half that
0: song <laughs> yeah. is like solos from other members of the band he's still playing three of his like Go six tight- instruments
4: yeah homer should have stayed in that job yeah. like that's a really good job for him it's funny that after staring at homer after the charity speech they then also stare at him after he's like a gig son job <laughs> the job is, is called, called a gig. gig yeah and they're just like Anyway, there have been
0: previous episodes in season five where Homer says something crazy and no one acknowledges it, they just move on. Yeah. So, uh, or Marge just goes, mm.
4: As somebody who is living a dream of theirs of being, say, going from a person who plays video games to writing about video games, I wish I was dead. I know the both sides of that feeling of just like the fresh faced person who starts, who then is like we're pretty lucky, aren't we? Uh-huh. And then being on the other side of seeing the fresh-faced person who starts who then says, we're pretty lucky, aren't we? And I like, I wish I was... Dan- I, I am the Danish guy. <laughs> yes. yes <laughs> it's just,
1: it's like, oh. I, there's one big myth, and that's in the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. What happened to the boy who got everything he wanted? What? He lived happily ever after. No. That's actually <laughs> never, ever, ever the case. And you know how I know that? Every biography I've ever seen. <laughs> that's true. Yes. And even being able to do this for a living, which I love every single day... But the guy saw me beforehand. I was so dumb and punch drunk and tired, I could barely form <laughs> words. I don't know how I'm getting this together. Yeah. Uh,
4: so that message, that message is: you will eventually hate this. And this yeah. is this is actually I recognize this now. It's kind of an arc in mm-hmm. many Simpsons episodes. Of they start they usually start act two getting the job they think they love. And then the following scenes are them falling out of love of what's true. Yeah. And Just this is another of those. Mo-
1: My moral of life is that you can't be satisfied with something unless you have degrees. And that, has to mean that eventually you'll be dissatisfied with satisfaction otherwise you're Please? not you're not evolving or growing or oh, changing okay. why am i talking about this i,
4: I also like Krusty. i love crusty's reaction to his horrible toilet like, i yes, don't know what I, I was thinking last night like, but
1: and as right when bart's getting disenfranchised with all of show business in this wonderful montage uh, Krusty stops him at the exit door bart
2: i need to use you in a sketch you want me to be on the show just one line Mel's supposed to say it but he's dead dead or sick I don't know I forget anyway all you gotta do is say I am waiting for a bus Then I hit you with pies for five minutes got that I'm waiting for a bus makes me laugh let's go
0: <laughs> yeah uh, Bart Bart gave Sideshow Mel a cheese sandwich yes. and just having cheese in his uh, mouth why his why lactose intolerance do do is so violent just having cheese in his mouth gave him violent diarrhea. But he spits
4: out. He didn't Yeah, he swallow. didn't even swallow it. And I the, want to yell at you some more. Dan Castellan is screaming. There you is little some, Rob Scallion. He is so good in this episode. It's Krusty yeah. and Homer yeah. and yeah. Sideshow Mel. Yeah. There's cheese in the sandwich. <laughs> and, oh, also the phone call. I see you have the clip of it. Mm. The clue reference. This was the one as a kid I love when he gets the call from Krusty in class. Yes, yeah. I That is really...
3: Okay, kids,
5: open your books to page 60. (sighs) Yes, Krusty?
2: Bart, I need to get your fingerprints on a candlestick. Meet me in the conservatory, chop-chop. Don't worry everything's gonna be all right <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is
0: 1994 so part most of the joke is bart has a cell phone now yeah and he uses it for Krusty.
4: a boy pulling out a cell phone in class was a strange thing back then mm-hmm. that a 10 year old would even have a cell phone but that's i love that joke because you get a clue reference in there yeah but it is a funny turn on just like i felt like that joke had probably even in 94 but then a million times of the celebrity accidentally killed someone and is trying mm-hmm. to cover it up. This is even pre-OJ Simpson. Mm. And this and so to add the extra turn of its clue instead of just him going like, I may have killed a an, an escort or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like that joke a lot better. And then they even have a joke too about basically TV writers complaining how credits are on TV, which uh-huh. is pretty shitty. And that was the like, first
0: time their credits were fucked with. Now uh, I don't watch a lot of cable TV anymore. I haven't had cable in like a decade, but now they do this weird thing where it's like, the credits are shrunk. The credits, the credits are shrunk down to the corner of the screen, yep. and they start before the show they play actually the ends. Intro of the new show, yeah, and, and yes. they are literally illegible. It should be illegal if you're in a writers' union to have your credits well, displayed only, like I only that. I remember that
1: from Mister Show. That there's an episode where they fuck with all the credits. Yeah, they're like and, drawn on or whatever. And the writers' guild said you can't fuck with the writer's credits. yeah that's, that is not you're not allowed to do that's that that's they cannot be you cannot even make a joke about it and uh, on an HDTV I
4: could finally see Bart Simpson's oh, really? name in there it is one of my favorite ever
0: Simpsons made up names is Betty Simington Betty Simington <laughs> I, I love uh, also we get a taste of Nelson's like bizarre morality yeah. so we have th- that's for wasting teachers valuable time and that, so, that's for taking credit for someone else's work I saw like, it coming from a mile, miles away but I love
1: Nelson does that and then walks away to reveal Homer's been watching the whole time yeah just like you just punched my
0: son yeah.
4: yeah it was a great reveal of
1: Homer behind there oh and then it's Bart signing the things
4: at the Krusty over there yeah. <laughs> like, I love you Krusty over there and the oh, first appearance so of uh,
0: Monstromar which is really like Costco oh, or yeah. Sam's Club uh, we'll see that in Homer and Apu next. Oh, yeah.
1: That's in the do, very next episode. That Krusty shows up to all these appearances, sits on a stool, and stares longingly while smoking a cigarette. Uh, and yes. phone culture has ruined me to such an extent. Like, you can sit still? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, as it a human being? Enjoy cigarettes. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. And
0: we have, again, Barney uh, impersonating someone else. Before he was impersonating <laughs> Krusty in Camp Krusty. Now he's yeah. Barney. Oh,
4: wait. No, we're, we didn't talk about... How I didn't do it happened. I haven't. So Bart is put in the sketch mm-hmm. to replace Mal. All he has to say is I'm waiting for a bus. And instead... Knocks uh, over everything. He knocks over everything and says what is probably, at that point, Bart's like 18th best catchphrase. Yeah. But they make that the catchphrase.
5: I am waiting for a I oh. ah! I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love... I wanted to include that laughter just because having done so many of these and gotten so many of these clips that The Simpsons does reuse its audience laughter on occasion. But Mm. like... This is my second favorite crowd laughing sequence after the smug white people of the Garrison Keeler. Oh yes. yeah. This,
0: but that's like these are both great crowds. These
1: are it's a it's a different crowd mm. reaction laugh with an awesome audience shot.
0: And this is actually like a, a shortened form of a of a line he had in Moaning Lisa mm. when he's playing the punch out game with Homer, where he said, I didn't do it, there's no way or they can, so prove he can, can prove anything. Yeah. yeah. This but is sort also
4: of... here's like a Voice sample in the Deep Deep, 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 Deep Trouble. Trouble song. That's, that's right. I think of that more than the episode it was
1: in. Yeah, well, that's because it was a. Uh The Simpsons kind of washed its hands with all the t-shirt
0: catchphrase. Well, Bart's top
1: phrases were like, don't have a cow, man. I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? I,
4: Caramba. Underachiever and proud of it. And
0: Bartman. Bartman only existed in merchandise. He appeared once in Three Men in a Comic Book, but he was not a character in the show at all. He was in a video game, too, but Mm -hmm. it was was just just a fun merchandise idea. Well,
1: because Batman was so big in 89.
4: Yeah,
0: it was like, here's a popular thing with another popular thing. It was pre-Family Guy. Featured
1: in my Facebook photo as a uh, genuine 1991 corkboard thing that I ruined for an Anti-Trump rally, <laughs> come I, at me, bro! I love
4: that shot of Bart looking at the audience. Mm-hmm. You get the yeah. real feel it's of like so good a star is born. Yeah, like that's it really that is. Is. It just. Yeah, but
1: even for me, as a dumb old school animation nerd, pre computers, the lighting effect there—it's mm-hmm. a kind of a, like. There's a lot of things that you won't see in with computer animation, but the whatever the effect is that they create light casting upon Bart yeah, is something like, you literally can't see again.
0: It takes extra work yeah. because they have to do a second pass or yeah. a second layer of animation mm-hmm. or actually use a light and film that. Like, there's yeah. a lot going on. Whenever they have a, like a layer of shadows, there's Sometimes an intentionality like behind or that. or darker paint to yeah. convey light. It's It well, just doesn't need to happen same anymore. Same with
4: like, when, they had, when it was ink and paint and they mm-hmm. had a sunset. It's mm-hmm. like that's a gradient that had to be mm-hmm. airbrushed by somebody likely. And
0: all the skin tones changed. Too, with the, mm-hmm. the sunset, too. Yeah, so yeah, beautiful. I just love the, the physicality of this artwork.
1: But uh, I didn't do it, catches on, it's sweeping the nation. We're...
0: Though <laughs> Krusty thinks is
1: do- isn't going to be
0: oh, a
4: god! reaction, this... I, I another great this is such a mm-hmm. stilted arch. Well, another yeah, great, you
1: not have yeah. meta joke on how to how the scene was supposed to go.
2: Remind me never to let you on stage again, kid. Some people got it, some people don't. And you, my young friend, do not have hold on. I want to finish this thought outside.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's that kid. <laughs>
2: the I didn't do it guy he's mine I own him and all the subsidiary rights
0: (laughs) I feel like in modern times the I didn't do it kid is someone who has a really popular tweet Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. They didn't expect their tweet to be really popular. They had, like, 29 followers. And uh-huh. once they hit, like, 10,000 retweets, they're like, contact my agent to use this tweet in, yeah. your, in your news story. Or, like, contact my agent to interview me about this tweet.
4: Mm, or a Vine star.
0: Yeah. Oh, the Vine that. stars are all dead. The Vine well, yeah. mansion burned down. I,
4: I'm an agent from Unilad. We really loved you. Oh, God. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, actually, a Vine star now is like a dated reference. Yeah.
0: you go. It's just, I mean, read uh, the expose on the Vine mansion on Vine yeah. Street, full <laughs> of Vine stars. They're all <laughs> <It's> horrible.
4: Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also, the Vine Stars like, we should be paid more for this, right? We shouldn't keep doing all this for free. And then Twitter's like, nah. nah Vine House." Vine house. <laughs> <laughs> so then Krusty starts squeezing it for oh, all yeah. it's worth.
2: Why, this rickety ladder in front of this door is the perfect place for this priceless Ming vase. <laughs> eh? Eh? <laughs> oh, I didn't do it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> And now the i didn't do it dancers <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're like in living colors fly girls and i believe in living color was still on the air it was at this point. it was it was at its yeah. peak so and this I, is
4: a dual i think yeah. this is a a real joke aimed at snl and in living color and and other sketch shows that just got by on a sketch that hit out of nowhere mm-hmm. and they're like okay we're gonna say that catchphrase every time for now on. We we have the sketch now. We just have to change out who who Fire Marshal Bill is talking to, or who the church lady is talking to. But it is functionally the Let same. Let me show you something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did like every Matt Foley sketch though. Oh, I loved it. Uh, like what will he what will he break through next? <laughs> yeah.
4: uh, what was the one with <laughs> him like not in spin class? Remember that one? Yeah, yeah I
0: think the... that was one of the sad ones where he was like actually like, a drugged a out gonna... of his mind and yeah. should not have been on TV. That
1: is. Uh episode hosted by Martin Lawrence and musical guest Crash Test Dummies uh, Ooh, if you want to go back in time for the
0: best Matt Foley sketch it's the one uh, with Christina Applegate and David Spade I want They're to live in one, a van yeah. down, down by, by the, the river, river.
4: well you will plenty time to do it's it like, I love when he when he picks up David Spade and says like wrestle around and then David Spade has to like grab his face like, yeah. can't
0: they, they can't stop themselves from laughing at Chris Farley but
4: Phil Hartman is just on like he's like no way I'm not laughing I'm, I'm Phil great Hartman great sketch created by Bob Odenkirk yeah Bob Odenkirk Kirk
0: was the first. Matt Foley, not Dave yes. Foley,
4: which explains why Matt Foley is so angry. It's and like Midwestern, a, yes, it's like this guy's angry in a Bob Odenkirk way. God damn it! But but refined through, by Robert <laughs> Michael yes, but through the lens of the. Fat Chicago ness mm-hmm. of Chris Farley. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Read the Chris Farley show. It's one of the best. Um, it, it, it gives you a real history on that. Makes too. you want to
0: go back in time and save him, too. Oh, I, I just had a depressing wait. revelation
1: that if we've lived way longer without Chris Farley than I have with him. Yeah. We all have. Uh, yeah. And I just love that guy so much. So, uh, but, but, but he had catchphrases sort of Bart's, and Bart's a sweeping the nation. Mm-hmm. Even a pooh is saying it. Don't move, dude. This is totally a gun.
2: I think didn't
1: do it. Reminds me of a more innocent time when a catchphrase hits and everybody can just say it yeah. and like, yeah. there's no judgment or by people like me. I'll admit it. I'll
0: admit it. Also, so we have Quimby. Quimby. Previously with the Gabo episode, mm-hmm. he used the I'm a bad little boy <laughs> to get out of uh, the allegations that he killed his opponent, his yes. political opponent. Now he uses another catchphrase. And it raise. works
1: on everybody, but we can assume maybe not his wife until now.
3: Honey! <gasps> Joe! How could you?
1: I, uh, didn't do it. Oh. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: good good um,
4: Nancy laughter there. That is officially the first appearance of Mrs. Quimby. And do we know his name was Joe
1: before this? That's uh, obviously yeah, Joe Diamond,
4: Kennedy. Joe Quimby. Oh, Diamond they, Joe Quimby, they, they You're right. That, yeah. yeah, I think in his first appearance,
2: Sorry that, about
1: that. the best use of it is Patty and Selma. I didn't do it.
2: This is the third time that this building has burned down because someone has been smoking in bed. I didn't do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the guys... <Help> me! <laughs>
3: Gosh, I never heard
1: the help me before, but the <laughs> yeah. guy still stuck in the fire is cracking. Up. I feel
0: like they added that in after the fact because his mouth doesn't really move. But <laughs> yeah. I feel like also at this time maybe it was dying out. Uh, but people dying from smoking in bed seem pretty common mm-hmm. around this era. It happened. Uh, More people were smoking though.
1: He didn't die, but like my friends, my first friends like move out of their house, lost their house to falling asleep <laughs> smoking.
5: Oof, Yeah. It
1: turns out uh, smoking c- cigarettes plus what couches. Couches. Mm, couches. Falls are... in between the two cushions, sets both on
0: fire, slowly lights. That's also your coffin. Man. Yep.
1: <laughs> so when I was a kid,
4: I read my, I read at least a couple nice celebrity biographies, mm-hmm. and so I totally could identify with this, oh, this is a Bart biography, but it's mm-hmm. not even about him. It's just like, I know I read one on Hulk Hogan that I was like, this is fake. Like, <laughs> this isn't Hulk Hogan's and life. And yet,
0: yet another crazy Homer line that no one acknowledges. Yes. Him being well, gay Marx... for Oliver North. <laughs> so weird. He was just poured into that uniform. The Oliver mm-hmm. North trial
4: was about Iran, the Iron contra affair.
0: Uh, he should like. be dying in jail. Yes, oh, that's uh, my political uh, comment for this episode.
1: Yeah. If you're looking for any uh, hope of rationality from the current political situation, mm. didn't work before. Well, probably I, won't work this time. And speaking
4: of SNL, that's actually one of my favorite William Shatner ones of the mute marine oh, about God. Oliver North, who refused to say anything at the Oliver North trial. That was that I, was uh, the. Mute I marine. don't recall. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that uh, too, right? Yes, that was when we uh, got to see how 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 knowledgeable Ronald Reagan was mm-hmm. in late in his. <laughs> with all those holes
0: in his brain. Look,
4: anyway. Uh, even uh, more yeah.
1: dated, uh, a weird MC Hammer reference. He's odd. No. I didn't
2: do it. I didn't do it. Hey, proper. <laughs> Love
0: that well, line. We but... have like two MC Hammer references in a row yeah. with the Homer the Vigilante in this. It's and just now like. This one. Because yeah.
1: Hammer wasn't not it's big Hammer. at all. Like, it, even in this original like horribly 90s parachute pants I think like
0: form. Hammer Mania was officially dead in 92. Mm, was it? I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure. But he
1: was pretty close to be like the
4: Hammer Man show had been cancelled on ABC Kids in the morning. This, and is this How We Do was coming? He, I mean the F- Adam's Family. Oh, you're right. Adams this family is How We Do It's it not path, Hammer. Like, no, no, don't, don't stop we the have, show. We have
0: to pray just All to right, make but, it to But anyway the, the Hammer. <laughs> too Legit
4: Yeah the Too Legit was his second one his, his sophomore hit but people like kind of been like oh, he's corny now and he uh, he's not too far away from trying to rebrand himself as a Tougher guy wearing Atlanta Falcons jersey before going
0: full preacher. It's true we are in the Bay Area. We can visit the abandoned Hammer Mansion. He plays Price No it. man can say. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Overlooking Oakland Except to for inspire. VH yeah. behind the
0: music. Um, the but he, greatest
4: it, behind the music yeah. ever was that one. Yeah. But it's it is a weird Hammer joke because they're just listening to his music and it's not making fun of Hammer. I right? think it's yeah.
0: making fun of. It is uh, making fun of
4: the Yellow Album and and Simpson singing the blues. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought.
0: Yeah, it could be making fun. Of like vanilla ice and how you're just like, oh you just took another song and just added your own thing to it maybe love, love yeah. the
1: word proper because I proper I loved Hammer that's like the, my first CD I bought uh, Wayne's World soundtrack second Simpsons sing the blues third <laughs> MC Hammer wow um,
4: please Hammer don't hurt him yeah, yeah don't hurt them
1: I was a big big fan and just I don't I never heard him say proper. I don't know what that's attributed to, but I love it. He's the master of ceremonies, so
0: (laughs) he can say whatever he wants to.
4: And then right Um... after that is when Barney is posing as Bart on the phone.
1: Oversaturation to uh, the extreme.
3: I have to pay to see my own
2: grandson. That's the Democrats for (laughs) you. (laughs) See the boy, five dollars, or call him twenty-four hours a day on Bart Chat. Bart Chat. Are you Bart? Sure, I am.
5: I didn't do nothing! Uh, isn't it I didn't do it?
2: Yeah,
5: whatever! <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wouldn't it so, be cheaper to just have a recording of Bart
1: like on
0: the Hart? Yeah, that yeah.
1: <laughs> is how they did it with literally every other hotline.
0: I am so Crunchy the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the same joke it's yeah. Crunchy the Clown. I just love how they just hire this wino to yeah. fill these roles. <laughs> it's like
4: everybody staring at Bart in the classroom is such a perfect way of doing fame, like, of it, of explaining fame that it's just you're in class and you're trying to learn and everyone is staring at you. It's it's, it's just the visual of everyone it's, looking at it's Bart. It's also my right. favorite
1: ever Simpson shit post. No. The, just of this. It's, and then it pulls back and instead of Bart in the chair, it's Burns from the sitcom with his yes face. And he yells <laughs> yes. yes and like, yeah, that's like my favorite line ever. Um... <laughs>
5: uh. I never thought I'd say this, but shouldn't we be learning something? Say the line, Bart. I didn't do it.
1: Yeah! <laughs> That'll be. A, that's probably one of the best images for this episode. It I is great. Yes,
0: I, and I, then I, we, we have Homer commenting upon the uh, the phenomenon. It's so- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so we should mention Steve Urkel. He was the um, <sighs> so he was a one-time character on Family Matters, named after a friend of a writer on the show. Oh, I didn't know. That. And it ruined that guy's life, obviously. Yes, of course. And people loved the audience reacted to him so much that the show was eventually built around this yep. one-time nerd that visited the show.
4: Family Matters was supposed to be a story of list of black middle-class family. It was supposed in America. to be a boring black sitcom.
0: That's what I love about Family Matters. Mm-hmm. So it starts off as. What what about this middle class black family and their struggles of everyday life? Season eight. What if there were potions and wizards and magic, and he could turn into a robot and Bruce Lee, and occasionally they get shrunken down and attacked by an evil puppet? It was, yeah. What oh what then? God.
1: Even with Urkel, it started out he well, he kind of loves Laura, but the school thinks he's a nerd. And on thirty twenty ten, we just talked about the episode. Well, in the second to last season, Urkel invents time travel and they go yes. back to pirate times. So and I will what say. Happens.
0: Like the the chemistry between uh, Jaleel White and Reginald Bell Johnson so is amazing. So it's just like Marklin Baker and Bronson Pinchot on Perfect Strangers. They are great together oh, yeah. as these characters. Like fuck everyone else in that entire show. Them together is like magic. Even in the yeah. crappiest if wa- episodes. I lo- if you grew up watching Family Matters, the show, the cast
1: was huge, and every year he just seemed <laughs> like a child fired. So so Jaleel White could get more money. Yeah. Uh, And, I mean, it eventually got awkward. The
0: Winslow shrunk to three people. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Jaleel White kind of experienced the Carrot Top effect, where he's like, I'm going to bulk up, and no one will make fun of me anymore in real life. But... Urkel on the show was also buff and you could see his enormous package <laughs> through his tight pants. It is true, yeah.
1: Well, Voice, also... Voice I, of Sonic. Never want to let that go. I, I felt bad for Waldo that he was brought
4: in. He was Eddie's friend Waldo. He's like, no, you're supposed to be the funny idiot. And they're like, nah, Stevens, the funny oh, one Oh, Waldo Roldo Faldo. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Waldo Roldo <laughs> yeah, just, That Key and Peele sketch so is, is so oh, great, oh, great oh, about, so about great. how St- about Jaleel White slash Urkel took over the show and mm-hmm. uh, on the series and just ruined it or made it better. And I
0: believe uh, family matters was savvy enough to make a joke where a character uh, over the credits, a character confuses uh Reginald L. Johnson huh. for James Avery, the yes. dad on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And he shows up on the show. I remember that. And I yes. was like, this is amazing. Like the two uh, large black dads yeah, the, are finally appearing the on the James same show. James Avery
4: is about a foot taller than Reginald That's Bell true. Johnson. But they're
0: so huge and powerful. Yes.
4: Uh, but the, also, I did hate about the Stephen Urkel character that he was, I'm wearing you down. I'm wearing you down. And he yeah. did wear her down. She marries him in the season oh. the series finale. I totally missed
0: that. But it's, what's wrong with liking cheese? Yeah, Cheese <laughs> <She's, she's> is great. <laughs> <laughs> I will die on this hill. <laughs> anyway,
1: what? why are we talking about Urkel? <laughs> this is why.
3: Come on, Lisa. Say something funny. Like what? Oh, something stupid like Bart would say. Pucka, pucka, or woozzy, wuzzle, wazzle <laughs> Something like that. Forget
5: it, Dad. If I ever become famous, I want it to be for something worthwhile, not because of some obnoxious fad.
3: Obnoxious fad? Uh, don't worry, son. You know, they said the same thing about Urkel? It, that little snot boy, would like to smack that kid.
0: <laughs> Homer <laughs> wants to. <sighs> wants to, uh, like, just turn his violence onto Urkel. Look <laughs> how quickly it turns. He like, made this point. Smack that kid.
1: <sighs> Ugh. <laughs> like Urkel with those Urkelos yeah but this is really great and I'm I'm glad this is the perfect kind of thing for us to talk about an hour into the episode Uh, Bart gets to go on a talk show what talk show
0: Conan O'Brien so um, it's really funny because around the same time in the real world there is a joke on The Critic where Jay goes to his favorite restaurant, yes. but he is bumped from his table by Conan O'Brien. Yes. And the joke there is, nobody knows who Conan O'Brien is, and I'm sure the writers thought his show would have been canceled by that point in time.
4: Yes, everybody figured it would be canceled. In case you somehow don't know the history of Conan, the short version is that he was a writer on The Simpsons for seasons four, three,
1: four right, and writer five. Writer on SNL got tired of that, got out of that contract to go work on The Simpsons, and mm. Lauren Michaels is like, there, there's an no opening after was Letterman like leaving. leaving? Most like my late night show. Well, like to...
4: they wanted many people to take it. They mm-hmm. thought they could get Jerry Shelling or Billy Crystal.
1: None of them wanted to work. I think nights I, every night. Conan is my Letterman. Yeah, he's my oh, favorite talk show yeah, like... host. But it's a testament to how fucking powerful Lauren Michaels is. Yeah. He liked Conan. Nobody knew who he was. I mean, and,
4: and everybody was sure it will be over. And he constantly mm-hmm. joked on the show of like, "This has the worst ratings. No one watches yeah, it. I'm not popular." I think they
1: stopped talking about it after. Uh, seven years the show like what like finally wasn't at the risk of cancellation. Yes. But he talks about the first two years, like it was week to week and exhausting. And Letterman even came back to NBC to be on the show because, like, they're really going to fuck with this kid. Well, I, mean, I got to help.
0: I, I started watching Conan when it started, when I was, like, 11. I, and it blew my mind. I it was, it. like, proto-Mr. Show comedy. Mm-hmm. They would have, like, fake guests on, and they would do these amazing sketches where Conan would take his desk out yep. onto the streets of New York. But it was just a giant elaborate green screen bit. <laughs> Talk to a clutch cargo bill clinton exactly Lawrence just like was... so many like very formative things for me so it always brings me back to that time recording mm-hmm. these shows seeing his original sets too and, and, and finding finding studio. out that
1: he was also involved in the simpsons was like years later i'm like man i was really right to love this guy
4: well and and they made his original set because mm-hmm. they were animating it like right around when it premiered and mm-hmm. so they made his original set and conan's on the commentary mm-hmm. and he even talks about like god that old set that first <laughs> yeah. set looks so they, they I, it was love it I love it though i love it it's the
1: that Mister Show, like, did you paint mold on on purpose? Like, why does it look <laughs> it like it looks like a
0: seventies rec room? But yeah. what Bart says feels like an ad. So he says he's going to be on yeah. the show. But he's like, just watch the Conan O'Brien show. You'll find out. I th- like, I feel like that is like an on the, on the nose Co- ad. I think yeah, you yeah, can like, actually
4: have a it's clip of Bart saying, "Watch the Conan O'Brien." It's show.
1: twice where they say "Late Night with Conan O'Brien." They tell you the time slot and they show you the logo. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and nobody paid for it. It was just a nice favor they were doing for their buddy. I, I wow. do
0: enjoy Homer's joke. After Leno, I'm all so laughed good. out. I, I Acknowledging feels, Jay Little sucks yeah, in yes. 1994. But
1: also two-fisting sandwiches why he says Acknowledging the time slot. I love that. And, yeah. and that the concern was if we make this joke, not only will know, but people might not get it, but the show might not exist to get yeah. if we make it. Conan jokes, it would
0: have
4: aired after he was canceled in the way that there were jokes about James Dean in movies after he died. Famous
0: speedster. Famous James speedster,
4: James Dean. Dean. Oh, here's
3: the clip. It's lovely. What the hell are you reading books for?
5: I'm doing the Conan O'Brien show, and I want to have some intelligent stuff to talk about.
3: Don't forget to say I didn't do it.
5: Dad, there's more to me than just a catchphrase.
3: How do you figure, boy?
5: Watch the Conan O'Brien show. You'll see.
3: All right, but after Leno, I'm all left out, you know.
5: You know, Conan, I have a lot to say. I'm not just a one-line wonder. Did you know that a section of rainforest the size of Kansas has burned every single... Just do the line. I didn't do it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Great material. We'll be right back.
0: Sit perfectly still.
2: Only I may dance.
0: I do love that.
1: I love a joke, but it gave me the faulty perception that Conan danced out to break. He
0: doesn't dance out to break. That's not well, a thing I mean, that ever happened. I haven't watched him regularly in like 15 years but uh, he did dance a lot during his monologues. He would do the string dance oh, yeah, where he yeah. like dance, cut the yes. strings but on dude, his like the fake strings like on his body years parts. Even in Conan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, but he did like he was very animated. Yeah. I think like he, he was never afraid to make a fool of himself which is why that's, the show was so interesting. The only
1: reason I, the only way I can really describe what I loved about Conan that it was just like low-budget cartoon starring real people. Yeah, That yeah. was mostly what the show God, was. If a
0: streaming network like Hulu, which NBC owns, could just mm. put all of the old Conans on there, I would yeah. watch all of them I and relive they did, the they 90s. they struck a deal with a TBS
1: yeah. show, knowing that like if we don't do anything with them... There's no money to be made in not doing anything with them. Yeah. and give like licensing them to the new shows. So remember, they used to have to like show stills on the TBS Conan O'Brien show. That's right. This is what we used to do. Find this on YouTube, but I think they started playing clips of the show. I, the I show.
4: remember, yeah, I remember in the summer that Syphil and Ollie was on MTV. Mm-hmm. I would. Stay up to watch Sifl and Ollie, and like, well, it's over. Conan's on. Let's Ooh. give that a watch. It would. That was a good I,
0: summer for me too. I,
4: I remember the good summer of watching television. Yes, that, you know, uh, a beautiful life. Point It was in like time. Space
0: Ghost and Sifl and Ollie, and, and yeah, uh, I was also so Conan. Happy Comedy
1: Central. Made a big deal out about they would rerun last night's Conan O'Brien at seven p.m. the yeah, next day, and like that's right, it was bliss for me. I'm, that was so short lived, but I was I, so happy. I mean,
0: in the nineties, I watched the eighties David Letterman on E, yep. and that's yep. how I saw every time. Chris Elliott sketch and stuff like that. All the <sighs> yeah, stuff the stupid I missed, pet yeah. Tricks, all the the Sonny and never reunion seen. and oh. all the Larry Bud Melman stuff. Uh, so.
4: Then Bart dreams of what his fame is going to be as a one hit wonder, and he dreams so. of Match Game 2034. He must judge a couple game.
0: living
1: people too. So
4: there's <laughs> Match Game 2034, honestly, feels like the pilot for Futurama. Everyone okay. is dressed like Futurama characters. And there is a head in a jar that is kept alive. That's Kitty Carlisle. Still alive? No, she no. died in 2007 and 1994.
1: Well, Farrah Fawcett. At that age of 95. Definitely didn't make it to twenty thirty. She died in
0: 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can give you the ages of all a, people still alive a on the day this after oh, Michael right.
1: Jackson and was total Like a day
0: before That's Michael right. Jackson was no, totally I think it was overshadowed. Even the same day. Like yeah. they
4: made a special for her of like. Her last days in cancer is like, no, Michael Jackson. Pull died, that Life like, magazine it's off the shelf. It's yeah, Michael it's, Jackson time. Such yeah. to be
0: you, I guess. But yeah. So here are all the people on the show in 2034. Here's how old they would be. Billy Crystal would be 86. Mm. Um, one interesting thing is that... Um, they predicted his beard. I just have to say that's that. That's true. I mean, He didn't have the beard then. He has it now. True. It was a foregone conclusion. But Farrah Fawcett, Majors O'Neill Varney, they predicted she would marry Jim Varney, a.k.a. Ernest. I love that. And he died in 2000. She died in 2009. Whew. Lonnie Anderson will be 88 in 2034. Spike Lee will be 77. I think Lonnie Anderson transitioned to ventriloquy. (laughs) I guess that's a joke, yes. Yeah, instead of being like a blonde bombshell. But that's all the ages of the people. Spike Lee will probably live till uh, that date, so we might see him on Match Game 2034. Mm -hmm.
4: But there is currently a Match Game show on on NBC right now. And they had Kitty Carlisle there there because she was a regular on the original Match Game in the 70s Mm. and also most famously on To Tell the Truth. Oh, you're right. She was one of the constants on that. She was really a singer and stage performer by trade, who then on TV just became a TV personality from pretty much the birth of television.
0: I do love that. I don't know why, but let's start the game.
4: (laughs) Well, Kitty Carlisle was, uh, I think, the most famous movie to me Uh. she was in was A Night at the Opera, the Marx Brothers
1: film. She's in a Marx Brothers film. Yes. Yes.
0: we are talking And this- she lived until 2007 10 wow. years ago so-
4: 95 man, wow. That's crazy
0: So before the scene I, We love uh, mm-hmm. There's one thing I want to point out In this scene Where people are walking On Krusty's back yeah. uh, David Silverman Is in the background Playing the tuba Oh
4: wow uh, He oh, plays the that. tuba
0: yeah. In real life His name on Twitter Is Tubatron Please follow <laughs> Tubatron He will retweet like Ancient thirty-year-old sketches he did for scenes. You I know, love and that. Love. I
4: love. He's like, hey, I found this little drawing from the Butterfinger commercial. This Butterfinger commercial, pretty crazy, huh? I
0: mean, David Silverman seems like the chillest dude. He goes to Burning Man every year, yes. and has his own camp. Like, I know. You know, he's living the dream, man.
4: It's amazing. I, I love it go, David Silverman. I, I mean, I'd love to talk with him someday. That would be
1: great. Hint, mm. David.
0: But Marge, in I think the third time in the show, has another "you're making people happy" line. Yeah, like I, I am twice this, with Homer, and this time with Bart. But
1: I'm this person as an. Entertainer now. I used to be worried about selling out, but every time I like hit yeah, on something, like, listen. Yeah, it,
0: I've accepted if, you, if people want you to do something, do it. You're yes. making them happy. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry about if you're short selling yourself or I'm whatever. Like, Roger Rabbit. Do what My you do job best. is to make people happy okay. and
1: yeah. laugh, and that that <laughs> is an entertainer's job. If they're attacking you for your politics, you're not doing your job well <laughs> as an entertainer. <laughs> So where's Bonsoir? Let's hear Bonsoir. <laughs> oh yeah, I, don't know I, can do. I have to like look up another French word just to do that. Just to do that character. I think we should almost retabulate and make this line of the show it's yeah, framed and delivered this. so well. Uh, I'm not going to play the sound effect, but I love it.
5: I know you feel a little silly saying the same four words over and over, but you shouldn't. You're making people happy, and that's a very hard thing to do. You're right, Mom. I shouldn't let this bother me. I'm in television now. It's my job to be repetitive. My job. My job. Repetitiveness is my job. (laughs) I am going to go out there tonight and give the... Best performance of my life. The best performance of your life. The best performance of my
0: life. <laughs> that is so <laughs> offensively great. It's really good. I love how much they rub it in. So Marge has given this speech twice before. Once in Blood Feud about how like Homer should be happy that he saved Mr. Burns. He saved Mr. Burns's life. Yes. Another one in Flaming Moe's that you're making people happy. That's right. And in this one, it's the same thing. So Marge is really just like seeing the true value and just like being a, a good mm-hmm. person with some like some kind of talent or some sort of uh, giving quality.
4: So when they get to the show. And Barty's ready to perform. Krusty's leap onto the spotlight is the most. It's so David Silvermany. <sighs> I it, can't tell so... if it's
0: Silverman or Brad Bird because Brad Bird gets like a Krusty scene now and then. The, the finger points, you know, yeah. like I, it might be Brad Bird. I don't know. Mm,
4: I it felt more Silvermany to me. He loves a finger pointing. He loves up in moving the air. around fingers. I'm, I'm yes. going to
0: say let's, it's up in the air until we contact All both right. of them.
4: <laughs> I'm I'm going. My bet's on Silverman. Bob's vote is for Brad Bird. Hashtag Brad
0: Bird boys if you agree with me. There's a lot of alliteration (laughs) happening right now. Spit everywhere.
4: And hashtag silver is the man (laughs) for me. (laughs) I'm just stealing a Doughboys. Uh, I was now. stealing from the Doughboys as well. All great right. podcast,
0: by the way. But, I'm very confused.
4: But nobody likes it
1: when he finally does it because yeah. the spell is off, the fad is over, like the salivating dogs. You,
4: if you are. Had,
1: if you had to examine it, Bart's not a great actor, and when he wasn't acting, it was funny. Mm-hmm. And then when he's trying, this happens to me all the time. Oh, you know, I never thought of it. When, like when that, I try but... and do something funny, it has to happen by accident organically. <laughs> it that's just the internet. When we work in a business, like we're going to make this go viral, I'm like.
0: You don't get to decide that. Yeah, it's yeah. like... In fact,
1: you throw it out there... Something goes viral because it tends to do something unexpected or horribly humiliating someone. You can't
0: someone. plan viral content for the happens. most part. It yeah.
4: Executives love hearing that, too. Oh, when yeah. You tell them it can't go viral. Just make just... an incredibly
1: popular
0: thing. What's yeah. hard about that?
4: <laughs> That's why we hired you. I want uh,
0: a website. Another of my... <laughs>
4: One of my all-time favorite lines is the clown show has been put on hiatus for retooling. <laughs> for immediately.
0: There's yeah. an announcer. The live show, <laughs> by the retooling. way.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, the clown show.
1: My, mine is just ancient showbiz terms. I love <laughs> that.
2: What happened? Oh, don't worry about that. You're just finished, that's all. <laughs> finished? That happens that's all the finished. time. That's show business for you. One day, you're the most important guy who ever lived. The next day, you're some schmo working in a box factory. Oh, I heard that.
5: Boy, show business
3: is kinda cruel, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> I heard that.
4: <laughs> and then uh, it just the 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 door has like no entry on it, just to make it clear. Like you yeah.
0: can't come back. You're forbidden from show business. You've ruined your one chance.
4: <laughs> it's over for you. And yeah, that when he looks at the guy at the box factory, I wondered if that was implying like this guy was he was an I didn't do it guy once too and now he works at a There's, box factory
0: there is a little fiction there mm-hmm. that Krusty knows who that is Yeah, it I reminds it. me of uh, Deep Cut a Strangers with Candy episode where like <laughs> oh in the town uh, wherever Flatpoint <laughs> is you settle by working at the artificial plant plants yeah. <laughs> and it's like the safest thing but it's the most joyless hateful job but it's just there for you if you settle and that sort of reminds me of the box factory but he yeah. doesn't want to fail Dreams, right. are <laughs> dreams are for fools Dreams are show rules and we should have done that instead we would have been done a year talking ago. strangers
1: I mean yeah we, we've been done in under a year it's... we just had to seal the name before Chris
0: Hardwick did yes uh, <laughs>
4: yeah it's true we had to get on it first but... you're
0: not a nerd you're buff get out of here
4: <laughs> so the, you have too many muscles to be a nerd I disagree and then they end with like another insanely meta moment yeah, I don't one. remember
1: I, getting all the Meta jokes in the show.
0: It just but shows I remember... how established it was yeah. at this point, how it had such a strong identity. I, I love all the Bart merchandise. It sort of reminds me of the B Sharp's merchandise. Yeah, you know, all the Bart stuff. So I... The
4: Bart doll he holds in his hand is exactly a doll like that existed.
0: Mm-hmm. The Burger King doll. Yeah, and Bender will eat his shorts in a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> but it's. It, it, I not only
1: got this joke real hard, like I am on out of my seat. Oh my god! I can't believe they're acknowledging all this. Well, it made me realize that certain characters had catchphrases and I didn't know it. That even mm-hmm. sound effects are catchphrases.
4: Well, and it's Simpsons recognizing mm-hmm. they also use catchphrases. Mm-hmm. I think it's them saying, like, we're not better than catchphrases. Yes. We do it all the time.
1: Yes, I love this.
3: Uh-huh.
5: I saved these for you, Bart. You always have them to remind you of the time when you were the whole world's special little guy. Thanks, Mom. And now you can go back to just being you instead of a one-dimensional character with a silly catchphrase. Ah, oh. Ay, caramba.
0: Hi, Karamba. Idly hope.
2: Ha ha! Excellent.
5: If anyone wants me, I'll be in my room.
3: What kind of catchphrase is that? I (laughs) think they missed
0: the poos. Thank you, come again. Thank you, come again. Yeah, Yeah, there could have been a few more, but with season one uh, era merchandise, you can see them struggling to figure out things for Marge and Lisa. Mm. Um, One of the ones I remember in like Spencer's gifts or wherever I was seeing Simpsons shirt at the time. Lisa's catchphrase on merchandise was "A penny saved is a pony earned," Ah, which she would never say on the show. No, but they had to. They're like, "Okay, what's it about Lisa? She likes ponies. She likes ponies, I guess, and uh, she's thrifty. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows?" But with Marge, uh, I remember this one t-shirt and like poster it was her god what's the one where they go to mr burns's place uh notice grace like home ah. um she's holding a jello that looks like her hair <laughs> jello mold and she says i made it myself so i guess it's supposed to be gross or something i, I forget guess? what it is but yeah. i mean they, the the the, the, the mm, doesn't really translate well to written language yeah you can't put that on yeah. the
4: Well, same with Suck Suck. It's Thwuck
0: Thwuck. Yes,
4: Thwuck Thwuck.
0: It's like this does remind me of them trying to. I mean, if you buy Lisa merchandise, what is even on it anymore? Mm,
4: I would bet it would be something about her being a vegetarian. I I think. Or jazz.
0: In in the arcade game, her her catchphrase is is embrace nothingness, which Mm. I love. (laughs) (laughs) love That That should have been the t-shirt catchphrase. (laughs)
4: homers is yellow yellow that was a great episode i love that one it's It's, a plus man it's savage on entertainment it's just like oh it's a it's a cutthroat business that will chew you up and spit you out and no one will care
0: written by people in show business so they're right
4: they know it better than anybody and it crusty is great in his cruelty i love that and yeah uh,
0: and i mean we are so self-indulgent on this podcast but i wish we could have played the entire like two and a half minute box factory sequence of just like <laughs> the announcement the drive there the like tour the tour around his desk everything is just like again it is just like perfect comedy like the, the fam- steam ham scene it uses the family well it uses a bunch of
1: tertiary characters yeah. to make important points it introduces we a major like new character in yeah. a lot of scenes is awesome it's so yeah. great it to me it's a plus perfect simpsons mm-hmm. it's so good, and this, this is a great episode.
0: episode. Uh, one of the best of the season, I think. And even if even if it is kind of up its own butt in terms of <laughs> being a, a comment about itself and show business, I feel like it still tells a great story about Bart. And we will see him become famous again later yeah. in the show. And it,
4: and it works on a small town scale. In other later episodes, they would have, they will literally send Bart to Hollywood and have the Hollywood experience. But this is in That's the right. small town yeah. scale, so they could still keep it
0: Springfieldian while still making it obviously about
4: Hollywood and fame in general awesome
0: so that was a great episode everybody thank you for listening to talking simpsons i've been your host bob Mackey. you can find me on twitter as bob servo i also write for the website fandom about video games go to fandom.com to read my stuff there and my other podcast is retronauts it's a classic gaming podcast every monday at retronauts.com or search for retronauts in your podcast machine or itunes or whatever every week is a new uh podcast about a new subject look up our Bart versus the Space Mutants episode if you want to get a taste of uh, the talking Simpsons crew on Retronauts, There's but if you have another Simpsons
1: episode coming up? Uh,
0: yeah, we're doing Bart's Nightmare soon, so oh. look for that one too uh, if you're listening to this way after the fact, it already exists so good for you, and uh, if you don't care about old Simpsons games, look up any topic, we've probably done it, we've done like a 90 minute episode about it, go to Retronauts.com or look for Retronauts in your podcast machine, everybody else
4: I'm H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, and that's where you can follow me, I also want to say a big old shout out, well, to multiple people First off, we asked people to give new reviews on iTunes. We had several very nice new ones, and I'd love to see some more on iTunes reviews. They really do help the show beyond other ways you can help it, which I'll get to in a second. But one person who really helps the show is Eric Nagel, our bestest buddy in the world. He, if you were shocked by the opening of this episode and the plug by Hank Azaria, that's all thanks to Eric Nagel. So I just want to thank you again of the It's Eric Show on uh, well it's a podcast now too not just on a uh, serious XM. xm yeah so uh, and of course though this podcast is supported by patreon.com slash laser time and it's where the entire first season of talking simpsons lives as well as our seasons two three and four wrap-ups give those a listen folks
1: yeah thank you so much and Laser Time LazerTimePodcast.com it was the show that sort of kickstarted some of this stuff we have a Patreon Patreon.com slash Laser Time you made Talking Simpsons a reality so those are the people who get season one at, at the cost of just five bucks uh, a month you can access 13 uh, exclusive talking simpsons episodes as well as a a three exclusive uh talking simpsons season wrap-ups we talk about what happened in between seasons and uh stuff that won emmys the highest rated stuff and some really weird minutiae commercial i'm out of words all (laughs) kinds of
0: stuff so thank you so much for listening we'll be back next week with homer and apu see you then
4: Parts. (laughs)